And at the same time, like, um, it's looked up to in terms of, like, if you're looking at a prime minister or something like that, everyone be like, okay, this guy comes across as very educated as a CEO. Okay, cool. I'll mm. let this person, we'll vote for this person. We'll let this person win, blah, 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 because mm. they're not educated. They will never let someone that doesn't look educated win. <laughs> Hey wonderful people, what's going on? I go by the name of Adrian Daniels and you're now tuned in to the sound of Accra. Um, now we're heading straight into part two of the two episode special I did with my good friend James Mercer. Uh, this is the second part of the episode Ghana as we know it. Uh, we talk about lots of wonderful things uh, including building and living in Ghana, affordable living in Ghana, uh, the rise of Ghanaian content creators, Accra, the, the new multicultural city and what we can expect next in the years and months to come, upcoming Ghana airports and train links and infrastructure and what the future of Ghana mobile tech looks like and so much more. Now, if you want all of the show notes, the key resources and so much more, head over to thesoundofacrowd.com forward slash James. That's thesoundofacrowd.com forward slash James. And uh, yeah, everything is there, ready to go. Um, now, without having to delay anymore, let's get straight into the episode. I hope you enjoyed this one. Look forward to hearing from you. And by the way, we're also on YouTube. So head over to uh, our YouTube channel. Um, go on, If you could go onto our website, you should be able to get a link from there or just type in Adrian Daniels on YouTube, the Sound of a Crowd podcast, and you should be able to find it. So check it out. All right, guys, enjoy the episode. Catch you later. Take care. I had the minor interruption just now. We're talking about Macula Market. Market. Yeah, an interaction came in, but yeah, we're getting into that. You talking about you said your mum when she first took you to Macula Market? Um, I'm, I'm trying to remember what we're talking about. Yeah, but yeah. essentially, um, yeah, my mum was there a couple of days ago. You know, she goes there all the time because of you know she she runs you know uh, a food business mm. um, and a bakery as well. So you know she goes there from time to time, but. Yeah, and I've been with I've been to Macklem Market with her quite a few times, mm. and at first it was a, it was like a culture shock for me. Mm. But then the more you you go to it, the more you get used to it, and and mm. the more the chaos becomes normal. Yeah, you just adapt to imagine. it. You know, you just adapt to it. And yeah. I remember I used to follow her around, and you know, you would see people that would try and sell you stuff, and mm. even try and you get these alleyway people that try and exchange money with you as well. What? You understand? They'll try to sell you some foreign exchange money on the side. You know what I mean? So especially, so you know, it's oh a, it's a, a so it's a good place if you wow. if you're in Ghana and you want cities to change into pounds or dollars. Yeah. Sometimes you can find some alleyway dudes in Makala. Yeah. And they can help you make that happen. Jeez. You understand? So yeah, Makala. I'm used everyone's to it. Hustling, everyone's, everyone's hustling, man. Everyone's hustling. I mean, hustling. matter of fact, is at the end of the day in Ghana, everyone is hustling. Man. Yeah. Whether it's Makala Market, whether it's whether you're in your car and there's a mm. street hawker coming over, mm. whether you're in Osu, mm. uh, Oxford Street. But one thing I noticed the last time I went to Ghana, uh-huh. there was a huge reduction in street walkers. Huge yes, reduction. yes. I think that was due to. I think that was. Yeah, I think Akofa Ada was behind that. You know, because I think during the year of return, they, they wanted to clear the street hawkers mm. away. I mean, I can't remember what he did for them or if he did anything for them, but I think he was trying to make way for like the tourists to kind of mm. um, have room around Accra because I think the street hawkers were taking up a lot of space, and mm. I think. He, I, I don't know if it was a pride thing, thing but yeah it was a pride I don't know if it was a pride thing but yeah I think that was definitely a call for behind that 
but I didn't really focus thing. I, I, like, I, but I, I, I was I didn't I was see many beggars. There. I didn't see many beggars. I didn't yeah, see, beggars. I, yeah, I hardly saw anything. I, the only That's beggars it. I saw were yeah. people from Chad. Yeah, I didn't see any. <laughs> like, I didn't see any. Like, maybe I just didn't go to the right places, but yeah. I, I didn't come across any Ghanaian beggars. Yeah, but this was definitely the government. It was definitely the government behind this. Um, that's one. That's one thing I can tell you. Okay. The government was behind that. Um, I was going to say as well. Um, what else did I notice? So, I noticed that um, a lot of buildings. Mm-hmm. So, say like someone had a kiosk. Yeah, yeah. behind that kiosk, mm-hmm. someone will build a building, and they'll offer um, the person who had the kiosk. Look, instead of you having that kiosk, come into the building. Mm-hmm. Yeah, off the road, mm-hmm. so you're not you're not building like so, so there's space for pavement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and put your kiosk in my building that that have a shop underneath the building at the yeah end. that's that's typical <laughs> yeah but it's good though in the yeah, sense it, it, it's smart it's clean, yeah. it's, it cleans up the road it does yeah and it's not that's not a unique thing to ghana as well because yeah. what people don't realize yeah is that a lot of the shops that you see on the road here they yeah. have flats on top of them as well they have children they have like some of them are like there's even estates behind it but people don't even notice that of course yeah. Do you know what i mean so yeah like it's just following suit. People are doing that and they're making money out of it. Like one of my uncles, he built his house and he built like three shops in the front of his house. Yeah. And this is like, like this is in Bowie. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm. So when you're there, instead of you having to go all the way into like Malam or, you know, into mm-hmm. like, you know, town centre to go and get something here, That's you can it. just go across the road and get your supplies where you need to get Okay, Manlam. You mentioned Manlam. I've got a cousin that lives around there. Actually, mm. I think that's like Macaran, Macarthur, not too far. Yeah, yeah, Macar- it's not far it's like from Macarthur Hills area. Yeah, it's very yeah, close yeah. to Macarthur Hills. This yeah. here is like very close to Macarthur. Very where close to Macarthur Hills. Yeah, yeah. so it's um, even up the road from Macarthur Hill where he's at. Yeah, really. Okay, yeah, cool. it's not I like that area actually, and I think there's a shopping mall that's West Hills. West Hills Mall. And yeah, I think that's, that's the, the biggest, biggest mall in West Africa, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I need to go there. I still haven't been there actually. You don't have to pay for parking there. Anyway. <laughs> at all. I, I couldn't. I figured, wow. In Ghana, you'd have to pay for parking. No, rarely. You have to pay for Ghana. Only, I, I, only I, I, in um, only in the airport. Only in the airport area. That's the only place. No, only in the airport. In the itself. airport. Yeah. Airport that's the itself, only. That's place. the only place I saw parking being paid for. That's <laughs> only place. That's actually a good point. And when you really think wow. about it. Yeah, that's, that's thought, one. Of, yeah. That's the. That's some of the perks of of Accra, ladies and gentlemen. Like you don't really need to um pay for. Uh, parking really you just go to the mall you yeah. park up get out that's it. walk in buy what you want get yeah. back in the car drive home it's a whole different board game compared to london man every yeah. every single corner is you know a, a pay in display or a uh parking attendant outside your or house double, or a double yellow outside i've had two parking tickets paid. outside my house in london <laughs> two parking tickets outside my house in london wow. i don't have to do it in my house but it's coming it's coming no it's coming now because it's, it's weird that i don't have that outside my house yeah and like i can tell that people are asking for it because yeah sometimes i'll go home and yeah. like the whole road yeah it will be filled up with parking and i have to go park around the corner so to go to my yeah. own house so, i know right it, yeah it, it so it they're gonna me. they're gonna add the pay and display yeah. they're gonna add that they're gonna add that yeah yeah and um yeah the restricted, restricted parking. parking yeah i mean yeah, so some people can bid for it some people can bid for it and i wanted in my area because i mean where i'm in london right now i mean mm. the uh, area you know it's quite popular so sometimes it's hard for me to get parking yeah um yeah. and then um exactly what i mean though yeah you know it's just one of those things i don't know if i want it or not i don't know <laughs> i don't know, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> okay james so going back to ghana yeah. right so we you just talked about mccarthy hills yeah. um i had a um light bulb moment mm. samajan right yeah baby mr baby jet himself yeah. 
He's got a house around there, isn't he? He's seen the house. I've seen the house, yeah, but that's not that's not McCarthy Hills. That's that's the other side. The other side. Other side. It's it's by Wager Dam. Oh, Wager. That's yeah, yeah. Wager. So like, there's a big road. They're talking about the the motorway, isn't it? Going going towards Cape Coast. Yeah, go towards Cape Coast. So across the thing, yeah, there's like there's one side there, and he's on that. He's on. He's towards the water, towards the sea. Okay, but he's right on top of the hill where you can see everything. See everything. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And like, yeah, yeah. That's a. I remember I was going past it. He goes, "Eh, no. Baby Jess, I saw my Jan. He lives, he lives there. That's that be his house. That be his house over there. And I'm like, oh, okay, looking at it. Yeah, but yeah, it's a nice house. Um, yeah. Did you did you see did you see the the, the house tour in, on uh, YouTube? Yeah, um, when I say it's a nice house, yeah, it, I say it's a nice it, house to you now. But I'm not gonna not lie, I'm not, I'm not really feeling it. It's not it? a great. I didn't yeah, wanna, I didn't want to slam great. it like that. And I didn't want to slam it, like that, but I'm not really feeling yeah, it. It's just yeah. big. It's just big. Yeah, and it's just big. It's yeah. very big. I, I think the designs are not. Design is not. It's like, not, it's like it's not office windows and that. Do you know what I mean? It's, like, it's, proper. <laughs> it's, it's a weird design, isn't it? Very yeah, strange yeah. design. It's just big for. I think it's it's very underutilized house. Like, I guess so. But yeah. the thing is, like, um, like what I, the thing what I say about Garnier is that like I feel like houses are really personalized. Yeah. Like some people are not really into like the detail and that sort of stuff. They're mm-hmm. not into like they're just like you know it doesn't matter. You know, like you go into some kitchens yeah, and you can see like some kitchens have got like orange and green paints in in the kitchen. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like some people that's how they they just yeah. want it. Every, they do things how they they're very personalized with it, mm-hmm. and that's okay. That's okay. That's that's what you want. That's what you want. That's not what I want. But yeah. like I, I respect that. Do you know what I mean? It, it's a bit of a culture, and. Then the only thing I find really annoying, yeah, well, not annoying, but it's not pretty, yeah, is the burglar proof, you know, <laughs> burglar like, proof, yeah, burglar proof, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So what that is for people who don't know is uh-huh. that people ra- like to be safe rather than sorry in Ghana. Yeah. So they put metal around their windows. They put metal on the windows, like there's some metal burglar proofing. And the mm. windows, yeah, and it's it, it makes the place darker. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's not it's not nice. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Doesn't look good. It doesn't look good. No. No. Yeah. I mean, you, you, that's kind of like the um, traditional way of kind of building a house in Ghana. Like, yeah, you'll you'll have your windows or your louvres or louvres. Louvres. Yeah, yeah. And then you, and then you have like this uh, iron kind of you know burglar proof rod this kind of mm-hmm. iron rods kind of going around your windows and yeah. painting and it's yeah. quite a traditional kind of it house is. in Ghana but now when you look at like properties or real estate in Ghana like mm. the designs are quite different nowadays and you tend to see a lot more kind of like gated communities yeah. which has re- re- replaced that kind of security isn't it it has what's your, what's your take on like on that on gated community you found of gated communities in Ghana um the thing is, yeah, it's sad, but Trans- because Valley, of yeah, yeah, yeah but because kind of because I'm from the because I was born and raised in the UK, yeah, that's the only that that would if I want ultimate comfort in Ghana, yeah, that would be the best way for me to get ultimate comfort, yeah. That's just what it is, yeah. It, I've lived in, I've lived obviously, I've lived that like, I've never lived in a gated community in Ghana before. Mm-hmm. I've never lived in one, but. I've never stayed in one in Ghana before. Okay. Yeah. But like, if I was going to live there now, yeah, I would definitely go for a gated community. Go for a gated community, yeah. And 100%. there's so many, there's so many 
propping propping up as well. Shout out to Wadi Maya, you know, showing off all the Oh, talking about Ayu Mensah. No, I met that guy, you know. Okay. I actually met that guy. I met him in um yeah. Guba Careers event. Um is one it? of the dentists, one of those dentist events, events, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Um He's a very cool guy. Well, the, the, so you talk, you talk, we both talking about Coffee the same Anku, guy. Coffee the, Anku. The, the, that, that YouTuber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I, no, Wodemaya met him. Wodemaya met Coffee Anku, Coffee Anku. Um, he met him in, what do you call it? Um, he went to his place, Ayimensa Park. Yeah, which is like, um, I can't remember where it is, but I think it's that like north in Accra, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's in Accra, like that like north Accra, I think. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And it's like a, it's like a sustainable, City almost like village, like not village, but like I can explain. It's a like a town. Yeah, like so it's got so many houses so in many there. Houses, yeah. yeah, and all the houses there got solar power in them. Yeah, yeah. it's got like a park in the middle where yeah. kids can go out and play. I know. Got like a basketball court there. Do you know what I mean? Like, and like the houses are decent too. Mm. Then they're decent. Like they're they're nice. That mm. like, um, it's a good standard of living. I know, right? Yeah, yeah, this is this is the um, I'm sure this I mean this all kind of comes full circle because you know earlier when you're talking about African vision, right? Yeah, and you know, yeah. and I think you know African one, dream, well, African dream. Sorry, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think I that's big. part of the dream is to have that kind of you know comfortable, you know, beautiful kind of lifestyle. You mm-hmm. know, you can let your kids run around, whatever. But it is. It's affordable, affordable. That's one thing as well. Like, and so, it's affordable. Thank you. Yeah. That's that's yeah. for middle class. Like mm. it's actually it's not for like the super rich. No, it's just for people who just want to have a decent life mm-hmm. in Ghana. And like I would take that <laughs> all day. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not. I'm not. You know what I mean? Like, like it is. It is. A dis- it's just. Yeah. It's nice. Like if you think about it, we live here in the UK. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you think about the cost of living and then the cost of um like getting a decent apartment in London. Yeah, right now. Yeah, I'm talking about a decent apartment, not a decent house. Decent, yeah. Like if you get a house, you might get like a small garden. Yeah, you might get. You can get a big one if you want. Like blah blah blah. But yeah. even if you get a big one, the money you're paying for it is bit is it's wild. It's wild, yeah. Um, but out there, you're getting like what was normal back in the day here. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like just a normal house. Nice space garden, mm-hmm. uh, places for your kids to run around and like be kids. That's it. Do you get what I mean? Like, yeah. it's just kind of like a no brainer for me, if that makes sense. Like, in a yeah. country that's really building and growing in a, at a very rapid rate, and that I meant to part, the reason why I thought that was quite amazing i didn't really get it when i saw him talking about it at the time mm. i thought okay it sounds good but when i actually looked at it after he sp- spoken and i looked at it yeah. and i saw videos of it and i started to see his vision and what he's actually doing <laughs> i was thinking wow this guy really is <laughs> really that good there's it's another really guy i came yeah. across actually um on that same day mm-hmm. um and they're building they're building houses in um pram pram yeah. Pram Pram and where, where is that again? Pram Pram is in Accra, but it's okay. on the way to like Ada. Ada. Yeah. So mm. when I went to Pram, my mum's got land there. Oh, so nice. when okay. I went there the last time, yeah, um I, I kept that I, I saw a video on YouTube and there were some American guys, there's an American guy who built something in Pram Pram. There's quite a quite a, quite an American community. There's a Pram number Pram. of Americans developing yeah. in, in Ghana though. And that Pram Pram's place, they, they got they got there, and okay. and when when I before we even got there, yeah, there was like a police um, 
stop. And then they know please they check you in it where they check you. They didn't even ask for bribe, which is nice. Yeah. But it just kind of shows that like the area seems a bit safe because like if there's armed robbers going around there and that sort of stuff, yeah. the police would have spotted them before you got there in the first place. Wow. Do you know what I mean? And it's, it's sharp, they're sharp, yeah. sharp, sharp, sharp guys. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so it's a safe area and at the same time, like when we went there, there was a guy that was a young, a young guy. Mm-hmm. He was building um a house next door to my mum's, mm-hmm. uh, next door to my mum's land. Okay. And he was just showing me, he said, he said to us, look, I said, can I have, can I have a look? He said, yeah, come. It wasn't finished, but he said, just come and have a look. So yeah. we went up, we went, he showed up, he gave us a tour through the house he's building, where he's at, what he wants to do. Um, we went to the roof. So he built a roof. He said he didn't want to build right up against the water sea because mm-hmm. he knows that the current goes in over time. In, yeah. But where he built, and he go into the roof, you can see the whole entire sea. So he's going to get a roof in there where you can sit down, like he can come and sit down and he can like entertain, yeah, get a barbecue in the roof and he can see the sea scenic. Wow. So we went to this American guy's, um, um, he has like a library in there mm-hmm. and he has like a wall where it shows like as many uh, important black figures mm. so you would have like Bob Marley Kwame oh, Nkrumah Bob blah 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 Bands. yeah all of this on the side Bob and Bands. he's got a library there where kids can go there and learn and okay. he's got a restaurant in there too so we went into his restaurant we, we sat down and spoke to him because I saw him on YouTube before for, oh, yeah, cool. so I spoke to him yeah. and we get in his restaurant and his restaurant's like on the second floor and on the second floor yeah, you can you can see you can see the sea as well from Pram Pram yeah. wow and we just ate there and we saw the sun set as well, the mm-hmm. sunset while we had there. And it was just, it was just a very beautiful experience. Mm. And like the whole time I was there, my mum was just working hard. She was like building that. She was building a house in Casuar. She was building this. She was just doing a lot of work. My mum's a hustler. Yeah. Like you yeah. talk about your mum in it, being yeah. my mum's like, my mum's a hustler as well. Yeah. I think generally, in general, Ghanaian families tend yeah. to, parents tend to be hustlers. Yeah. Gem- generally. Yeah, I'll say usually, the women more than the men, you know, women 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 women. Yeah, but women more men women. can be hustlers, don't get me wrong. Yeah. Like usually the women, the women, usually the women, yeah. Got any women know how to hustle, yeah. So it was just nice to just take her to Pram Pram, like all that that day, and just give her a nice day where she can just really, like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. She can just wind down and enjoy herself, and that and that was really rewarding. That was nice, yeah. Do you know what I mean? But where were we going before? I spoke, spoke about um, we were talking about construction and stuff, building, yeah. But yeah, I was saying that, um. Yeah, there's a guy building. I saw this guy that I met. Out there. So, that, I, I, I saw. I, I didn't actually. I think I spoke to him briefly, mm-hmm. but I just clocked that he was just a bit different, yeah. and he's building like they're building things in this area in and other areas, and they're literally just building. I'll I'll share you. I can't remember the name of the company, but I'll That's share fine. with you after this. That's fine. Yeah, and I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. What we'll do is we'll leave a link in the show notes for the audience to check it out as well. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. And people build. I'm saying people are building things out there, man. Mm. Like, I mean, right now during COVID, all of that. Yeah, it, like things are things are happening, especially now the borders are open. Yeah, it's going to accelerate a lot faster because of course, yeah, people are sick and tired of being in the UK. <laughs> they really are. Yeah, you saw there's that that YouTuber Vanessa Canby. She went to Ghana like bam first like day, <laughs> first day. I saw that just like that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, but she's a I content. Understand it. Her her content mainly yeah. comes from Ghana, so yeah. I'm not surprised. That's what I was thinking. She's I'm gonna get. She's gonna, she's gonna get going. She needs to refill yeah. content. Of course, she needs but to refill content. I'm I, sure. I knew that, but I didn't expect her to do it so fast quickly. Yeah, I, I didn't expect it so. It, and is, I, yeah. it just shows how it just shows how honest she is, really, isn't it? And it just shows in general, not even just her, it just shows in general, like, mm. Ghana, the demand. 
Yeah. Like the first day that the borders opened, like the man of people, mm-hmm. the, the pictures I saw, the people that were coming in already. Yeah. Cr- crazy, man. The thing is, yeah, um, like during lockdown, yeah, because Wada Maya was in Ghana, yeah. 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 He had, he had like, I won't say a monopoly, but. Yeah. He had yeah. like, he had a big. Yeah, yeah, the that, big opening. Yeah, opening that. Yeah, eight people whose content was going, there, going to interview all these people. <laughs> yeah, where yeah. others, other, before it would have been more people because yeah, now, yeah. yeah, now he's got five hundred thousand subscribers. He's almost six hundred already. Is it? Yeah, it's just going fast. <laughs> I didn't know he was almost. Damn, but the thing is, is with wow. YouTube, uh, I think once you hit a certain level of uh, subscribers mm-hmm. and once you have a certain level of momentum. It's even quicker to get to a million. Uh, it's easier to get from 500 to a million than from like zero to 500. Okay. Or even zero to 100. Mm. That's harder. He he it, will be in a million. Like, he'll be a by, million. Probably we'll by the end of this maybe, year. Maybe by the end. Reason why. If, it's a, it's if, a push. It's if, a push. If the he does. It's a push. It's a big push. It's a push. But if he does like a big Next year, Ghana Christmas thing, yeah, yeah. And he starts to interview the right people over Christmas in Ghana. Yeah. You it, it, he'll reach it, it, he, he can, he can, you can do million, that yeah. you can do that he can get to me then yeah it's possible but yeah. that's it's kind of mad um the, the youtube thing yeah i've been seeing how it's been growing i mean there's a lot of youtubers i've been watching there's one girl that's been building a house i think her name is natural ghana girl something <laughs> and i've been following her house building i've seen her stresses the things that she had okay. to do yeah. the stories and it's really interesting, like it's, it's really like I've been following the YouTube stuff hard, hard. hard. There's a lot of YouTube. I mean, th- there's a rise of uh, Ghanaian YouTubers now. I guess yeah. we can talk about um, content creators in Ghana now. I of guess course. in this part of, of, of course. The show. I wo- I, obviously, I work in social media. Of course, yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna pay attention to anyone who's doing well on social media in Ghana. The yeah. Chempong family too. I really like them. Yeah, I really like their. I like their content. <laughs> they're good, good content as well. Yeah, good yeah, good, good content. I, I I like them. They they kind of give you a different kind of vibe to all these yeah. other creators. You know what I mean? Yeah, and so, the fact they're from Europe as well. They're from Europe as well. Yeah, so they actually they understand Europe, but then they mm-hmm. they want to kind of stay in Ghana. I like that about them. Yeah, and they're they're nice. They're they're down to earth people. Mm. And yeah. we're talking about schools. I told them talking about schools for their kids and that sort yeah. of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, a conversation with myself and you had. Yeah. Earlier on, yeah, mm. we're talking about like whether you'd want to bring your kids up That's in it. the UK. That's it, yeah, yeah. And I actually said to you, Google a Ghanaian name yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Tottenham, yeah, mm. and see what comes up. The thing is, isn't I don't even want that. It's, it's actually just really sad. I'm not gonna lie, it's actually really sad because if, I watched a documentary about it, and at the start, I just started noticing. It's just a lot of Ghanaian names. There's Ghanaian kids killing Ghanaian kids in the UK. A huge rate and that's scary it is scary scary why would i want to bring my kids up in that environment like possibility i just mm. i won't want that you know yeah that's not to that's just that not yeah. to mention all the other stuff that's going on thankfully you know I mean? that's not an environment that you were raised up around were you you weren't raised up around that environment were you yes and no yes and no yes and no um you just say yes and no Obviously, my parents had no, in, even like down to my house where I lived, my parents had no intention of me being around that environment. Mm. And that was clear. But if I'm going to the shopping centre, uh, if I'm having to navigate around, I, I mean, there's certain things that you just got to make sure that I had to be about my wits. Do you know mm. what I mean? I had to be. Streetwise. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't. I couldn't. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Obviously, I had many situations growing up. I can imagine. 
But yeah. like, um, yeah, like in essence, I'm not saying that I don't want my children to be streetwise. Yeah. Because like, I would love them to be. Mm-hmm. But there's many instances where people don't actually have to be streetwise. Yeah. And they still have a character. They're still nice and they're still cool. They're still, you know what I mean? A certain way. If I don't have to get my kids go through that, so be it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so be it. They can learn their streetwiseness from going to a fancy people. You can learn that to be streetwise anywhere, <laughs> to be fair of you. It's not just the You're UK, right. to be fair of you. You are right. Yeah. Right. And um, well, I'll say one thing though. Go on then. London on, is a major city. It's a major, like the population, like it's so multicultural. You learn a lot of things from mm. London. So I would want my kids to experience that and understand that there are different people in the world. Yeah. You can talk to people from different places. I would yeah. like a crowd to be more multicultural, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. If a crowd's more multicultural, that'd be a lovely place for me to bring my kids. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think a crowd is becoming more multicultural. I it mean, definitely is. You're getting a lot more um, non Ghanaians moving to, mm. to Ghana. I mean, you know, for example, check out season one the of Sound of a Cra. You know, you know, I had a, a lady few British British lady from Sierra Leone relocated to Ghana last year you know after only visiting Ghana I think before then she only visited Ghana once or twice and then she already relocated you well, know here's the thing yeah that yeah. it's a perception yeah mm. in the world yeah people they 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 kind of don't understand what multicultural means when we come to explaining these things because they also they automatically think because everybody there's black it's not multicultural. Yeah. But these are different cultures. They're black, but they're different cultures. <laughs> the Ghanaian culture is not the same as the Nigerian culture. The Nigerian culture is not the same as the Sierra Leonean culture. They're it's all in West all Africa, yeah. but they are different cultures. So different if they're groups. all in one place, that's a multicultural environment. It is, yeah. I've worked in companies where there's been different white people there. There's been Polish, there's been um, American, there's been English, Swedish all different things there. And they'll say, this is multicultural. We've got all these things there. That's actually a good point. If you were there and it was just like a Nigerian, a Ghanaian, blah, 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 they will not see that as multicultural because they just think they're all just the same. So you think it's a a colorblind issue, yeah? Oh, facts. (laughs) People don't understand that. that, The thing is, when it comes to like blackness, I'm not even going to say this country, I'm going to say the world. The world is so far behind mm. understanding like what it is yeah that it's, it's just so far behind like i just said to you google a Ghanaian name yeah and yeah. tottenham yeah a lot of people <laughs> won't even know what a Ghanaian name is they won't know they'll probably just put in some like south african name and say oh that's probably a Ghanaian name and tackle it in they, they wouldn't know what the difference is yeah to me and you that's blatantly obvious yeah i'll be able to tell you the difference between a polish name and a Russian name. Yeah. I'll, be able to, I'll, I'll, I'll see that and I'll be able to tell. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even from football and stuff, that's how you learn these kind of names and that sort of stuff. True, true. But I guess not but everyone's they're... exposed to that, I guess. Not everyone's exposed to that. Some, so sometimes people are exposed to it, snack. but it goes in here and it comes out there. Mm. Like they just, they just ignore it because it's, mm. it's, yeah. it feel like it's not important. They're not clocking a pattern. Yeah, it's just, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 100%. Mm-hmm. That's actually a good point. Yeah, I mean, Ghana is multicultural, even, even from the, the point of Different black people from different countries. I mean, even I a, to... even even Akan people, Ewe people, Zongo people, <laughs> Ga people. That yeah. is multicultural it's in one multicultural, country. They're right. not their cultures are different. There's a different cultures. Yeah, 
Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, I guess you could say this. I mean, I guess we could say the same for the UK. UK is definitely. Oh, yeah, definitely yeah, I mean, sorry. Yeah, UK is definitely multicultural. Yeah, yeah I've got, actually, it's become, right, it's becoming right. less multicultural. Don't get me wrong, because it they is. don't want it. Like they, they, the, the country's making it clear that they don't like multicultural stuff. That like, I don't. Not not everybody. Like, like I want to I want to disclaim that because I know there's a lot of people in the UK that love the multiculturalness about UK. Love it, but mm. it's becoming increasingly away from that. And when the UK starts to become increasingly um, starts to move increasingly away from multicultural multiculturalism, um, it becomes less attractive, mm. and. I wrote an article about this. People will emigrate, and it's in a lot of people in the UK make it sound like immigration's good. Like, yeah, we'll bring numbers down and make it more like how it was. Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. The immigration will be a very very sad thing, and it will it 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 won't. The UK won't be as it was. It won't be. I know I'm not, I'm not saying it in terms of how good it is for me mm. yeah, as a black person living mm. in the UK saying, oh, there's less you know, people from different countries. <laughs> I'm talking about even for them. For them, yeah. And I don't think they understand how much it will affect their lives and how much it won't be as good for them. Oh, 100%. And I think this is the, um, I mean, the, it, it comes back to, to Brexit, doesn't it? Yeah, that's exactly, yeah. <laughs> Comes back to Brexit because obviously people, I mean, you know, rumour has it people voted for Brexit because they wanted to get rid of quote-unquote immigrants. Mm. But yet... Immigration was the number one reason for Brexit. <laughs> yeah. But then you, but then these same people are the very people who are serving in the in the hotels and the restaurants, you know, who are working these, these low-income jobs to keep in the country running at the, the same is, time. The thing is, it's... It, it, it goes so much deeper than that too as well. Of course it does. In the sense that, so like there's a people that are running the, the, the low end jobs and that sort of stuff that, that that's something that's there. Yeah. There's also the money that is spent in this country. Yeah. That comes from other countries. Yeah. That keeps this, that, that kind of props the country up. True point. Like we were talking earlier about shipping things to Ghana, like parts and people got shipping things for their houses and, uh, you know, be able to build things. People ship things from here to Ghana mm. because they like what's here mm. and they're here and they see the culture True. and they get to understand it. True. People from the UK ship things to the UK that are just essential from Ghana. Mm. But that's because Ghana has things and they produce things. They actually have yeah. things in the country that grows from the ground. Yeah. There's not many things that grow from the ground here. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like... It's true. The main products from this country is services. Yeah. That's professional services. Services, yeah. The professional services here are built up from this country having a good reputation and trust. Yeah. So if you have a bank here, you can trust your money to be in a bank in the UK because true. nothing's going to happen to your money. They yeah. had that. They, the trust is so high here that yeah. you can trust your money to be in this bank here. Mm. But the more and more the UK alienates itself. Mm. That trust can go down. Yeah. And if that trust goes down, that is a scary thing for the UK. It is. And it's almost down to thing that's alienating itself down to the point that like, um, 
Like now under this Brexit deal, they have to create new relationships with every country. Yeah. You know? And in these new relationships they have to create with every country, there are a lot of countries in which the UK in the past have done them dirty. Oh, right. And UK will never, like, it's, it's not within the UK's interest to really publish or to talk, talk about what's happened or if they've done them dirty. Like, like we're good. This country and America were very good at, which I say, entertaining. Yeah. Or to, at, and I don't want to use the word propaganda, but mm-hmm. I think you kind of get where I'm coming from. I get where you're coming from, 100%. It's probably the best, like the best, <laughs> the best countries in the world are doing that are the UK and the US mm. because their entertainment and their propaganda is so entertaining. It's so good. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's, it's good. Like, <laughs> I could watch Captain America. Yeah. And I love it. Like, I love it. Love it do you know yeah. what I mean, I might think, I might be sitting here thinking, oh, you know what? Captain America. Yeah. That's like, what? why do I want to worship America? I watch the show and I see him. I think, you know what? Cap's a brave man, you know. He's a brave. brave man. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it, it, you get to, you, you you build an affinity with yeah. a country that you that why should I have? Why do you have affinity with that country for? Like, why? Do you know what I mean? Mm. But like the way things are changing right now, yeah. China, yeah, are doing the exact same thing, True. and they're they're good at it. Like, and, and and they got they got the products to back it up. They've mm. got the the factories to back it up. They've mm-hmm. got the army to back it up. Yeah. They've got everything to back it up. Like mm-hmm. even with this COVID thing. Yeah. Started there. They they've handled it. It they handled it way better than the West. Mm. Way better than the West. Um, yeah. Yeah, they did. Yeah. I remember when they they they, they were saying um China are building um a hospital in seven days to do it. <laughs> wow. and in the UK, they said that they're gonna build a hospital here, yeah. And all they did is they got the XL and they just rebranded it as a hospital. <laughs> Whereas in China, they built the thing from scratch. And that's how efficient they are, though. It's something else. They're efficient. It's something else. They're more of a collective, you see. Yeah, and... They stick together. Ghana are doing... Like, Ghana, just as an example, they find that very attractive to do deals with China. Oh, yeah. So so they'll choose that over doing deals with the US and the UK. It will be, like, it's happening right now. And a lot of the conversation is don't do deals with China because they're going to rip you off, blah, blah, blah. But <laughs> a country is only going to do deals with the country that is going to give them the best deal. Mm. And I don't really think the UK and the US are going to give the best deals anymore. <sighs> wow, that's quite something. Um, this is yeah, That's quite something. I mean, the trade, uh, the trade wars is, is something that I'm not too clued up on. Mm. But um, yeah. I know we're up for a economic shakeup very, very soon because of the way that the trades have been set up now, and especially COVID. With, with, with COVID, especially with UK and Brexit. You know, UK leaving the the, the EU and striking deals with Japan. I've heard recently. Yeah, um, it, it's it's going to be quite interesting, um, yeah. and I think already the UK's in the recession. So, man, mm-hmm. it's going to be quite interesting just to see what happens in the future. Of course. Okay. Okay. And then um, going back, because um, I think we were talking briefly about uh, raising kids, mm. raising kids, you know, maybe, maybe buying a, maybe buying a house in Ghana, maybe living in a gated, gated community. Yeah. 
No, James. Nah, I went off on the tangent there. Didn't what was that? <laughs> I went off on the tangent there. Didn't <laughs> it's okay. So. No problem. Now, if you were to raise your kids in Ghana, right, mm-hmm. um, and put them in school, now, is that partly one question? One is that partly because obviously you've you've been through schooling yourself in Ghana, and then you knew, and then you you know what that what you know what what that's done for you. And as a result, you want your kids, future kids to to benefit from that as well. Mm. And two, if you did move them to Ghana and they were living in Ghana, sorry, sorry, if your kids were living in Ghana Mm -hmm. and they did go to school there, would it it be a gate? Would it be a, uh, a, like a public school, like a private, private school like that? Or would it be like a private kind of international school? It will like a, like a Ghana International, like a T, like a TIS, like a it, Lincoln. It, I'll be really honest with you. Yeah, it purely depends on. It depends on how I'm feeling at the time. <laughs> how much like if 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 like the money I'm sitting on at the time is crazy. Yeah, it's likely I'll probably send True. them to GIS. You know, GIS, I'm, yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Like, okay. I'll probably, like, I'm not gonna say that I wouldn't do that because yeah. I would like them to live a nice life. Yeah, but yeah. at the same time, I would love. One of my kids to go to Achimota. Yeah, I would love that. Yeah, it's just that it's that um, it's that rawness, isn't it? It's yeah. rawness at the same time. Achimota. I was speaking to a girl that went to Achimota, yeah, mm. and she was just talking in about the UK. like she, nah, she in the UK at the moment. I think she, I don't even remember. You know, I don't remember where I was speaking to her. Whether it was the UK okay. or in Ghana, I okay. don't even remember. Okay, but she was talking about how she used to like um, like on weekends mm-hmm. they'll go to Osu. Okay. To buy food, and I was thinking, oh my gosh, like I couldn't do that in my school. Like, but I mean, that's Accra, though. I think Accra yeah, like, probably have a bit more liberty. But when you're in Cape yeah. it's like in the middle of nowhere. Like, of course, exactly. What can you do? You know what I mean? Exactly. But it's a like, gated, it's a gated community of itself, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's a gated community of itself. I know, yeah. but like I just kind of, it just kind of, I, I, I like the sound of that. I thought I would like my kids to have that experience. I feel like it's half and half in a way. It's it's almost like it's quite yeah. similar to you. Um, like you get a bit of that and you get a bit of that too. And plus that the people, the, the alumni of um, Achimota is wild. It's crazy. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. So it's good. Because it's been around for so long. Yeah. It's been around for, is it early 1800s even? Or was it early I'm not 1900s? too sure. I'm not too sure. But I know that <laughs> the alumni early. is wild. It's got, it's got Kwame and Krimo in there. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Rollins. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, just more, more people. Like, a lot of people went there. I got a lot of aunties that went there as well. Uncles yeah. that went there. Like, yeah. They were good. And the thing is, I'm going to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Where you send your school, a lot about it is making sure that they rub shoulders with the right people. Yeah. Yeah. I've had cousins that have gone to GIS. Yeah. And they have rubbed shoulders with a lot of people that are like, they've done very well and doing very well for themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, like, Different schools you rub shoulders with different types of people. Some people will become like MPs. Yeah. Some people will become like head of the army. Yeah. Some people will become. Do you know what I mean? I all different you, things. I know what you mean. Yeah. So if you like, if you it depends on what you want to do. Like GIS, mm. some people will rub shoulders with are people that will be internationally rich and yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, you, you know I'm getting that. <laughs> because now. you're paying crazy fees, yeah, man, to go to those schools. They'll be insane. Like my cousin was telling me about yeah. like he had someone that was in his year that. They would they would spend their that during the summer mm-hmm. they spend that the first week in um LA in the second week in um London 
in the third week they're spending Cape Town just to I've, wind I've down. Heard stuff like that. Then yeah. they'll just come it's, down. It's, they'll just come back to Ghana. They'll come back to Ghana to get accustomed to go back to school. Yeah. Nice. So that's crazy, isn't it? So it's like it's that's not. the kind of people that you get that go to the international schools, yeah. which is okay because it's good. You don't always get those people. Mm. You'd be surprised. You don't always get that people. Sometimes you just get normal kind of white, you know, white middle class people, you know, families, yeah. you know, that live in Ghana. But mm. when you, but you do get those people. Mm. You do get them. And yeah, some of them to tend to be some. Some of them tend to be spoiled. Some of them, yeah. Not all of them, some of them, yeah. And that's my fear with the GISs, the TIS, mm. you know, the AIS. Even, you know, I mean, <laughs> I think it's different for girls and boys. You think so? Yeah, because I don't know. Like, I feel like for girls and boys, because I, I, I would everything I'd be thinking about is trying to maximize their potential. Mm. And like, I'll be real with you. A lot of teaching in Ghana is it's not great. A lot of like, you think so? yeah, yeah, like, not great. Or do you think it's you think it's um declined in over the years? Well, it's like it's not declined. I'll say it's probably improved, mm. <laughs> but like, it's still a lot of it is not great. If you go to the GIS, yeah, you're paying, yeah for the best education education yeah, yeah like, true the yeah. teachers are going to be legit they're like, going to be, be really good and they're going to be a bit more motivated because like, i think that's nothing that's nothing thing we can talk about in ghana schooling is that the teachers they don't get paid a great deal amount mm. i remember um back in the day when i was going to morning star mm-hmm. um one of my teachers um i remember seeing him i think in the airport mm-hmm. I think working over the weekends, maybe doing some kind of logistics wow. work or something. I remember seeing him Jeez. there. So when you really think about it, some teachers, they need another job just mm-hmm. to kind of like maybe earn a certain amount of money. Mm-hmm. But, um, but but this was like 2002, 2003, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Those mm-hmm. kind of years, mm-hmm. maybe 2004, mm-hmm. those kind of early 2000s. That, that was back then. So mm-hmm. things could be, things could have changed. I don't know what the, I don't know uh, the salary is. free now. Or so. that. If yeah. that school's free, where's the money coming from? Where's the from? money coming from? Yeah, true. Or, or you know, if teachers are getting paid, what are they getting paid? Do yeah. they still need a second job or even a third job just mm. to, to, to keep up a certain... I know that a lot of people will say, to give the excuse and say, oh, in Ghana, everyone has like two, three ways of making money, all that sort of stuff there. Mm. But it's teacher, you know, teachers are the most important things that they are, do you know? Yeah. But like, um, as I said, yeah, like, quality as well like okay this is something i noticed in ghana yeah yeah people really like to appear educated mm. but not everybody's willing to put that work in to be educated to be educated so, so go I, i'll give you an example yeah yeah go on please do yeah go on so there'll be someone that's like a um like in this country it's not it's like being educated is not it's not really looked up to that much because it's taken for granted. Yeah, and at the same time, like um, it's looked up to in terms of like if you're looking at a prime minister or something like that, everyone be like, okay, this guy comes across as very educated as CEO. Okay, cool. I'll mm. let this person we'll vote for this person. We'll let this person win. Blah 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 because mm. they look educated. They will never let someone that doesn't look educated win. <laughs> but like um, when it comes to like the day to day, people yeah. don't really appreciate people that are educated. Whereas in Ghana, somebody will. He might have never, never reads books, never read books, but he will act like he reads books every day because it makes him look like a certain way. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. 
And like it's part, do you know what I mean? It's part of the culture. Like yeah, the Ghanaians are lazy sometimes. That's yeah. that's one drawback of Ghanaian. Sometimes we're just lazy and we want things, you know, given to us just like that. Yeah. But there's some really hardworking ones at the same time. Yeah. But you don't you don't see it as much as you see it in Nigeria, for instance. Yeah. Because I think like with Nigeria, there's more of a drive than with Ghanaians. Yeah. But they can they can be lazy, but I mean Ghanaians are typically a bit more lazy. But I think the word I'm looking for is laid back. Yeah, laid back. Yeah, a bit more laid yeah, back, yeah. yeah. Like, like you're talking about timing. Like today, I got here on time. Yeah, yeah. and that's very. It's not really like me. You, got here. you like. got here the same time as me, man. That's that's <laughs> perfect time, man. Yeah. Uh, the one thing I used to hear regard all the time. I say, look, be here yeah, at nine a.m. Yeah. I was yeah. saying 9 a.m. GMT. That's Greenwich Mean Time, yeah. not Ghana Man Time. Ghana Man Time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that was exactly <laughs> the thing you had all the time. All the time, yeah. So, <laughs> timing is just yeah. People tardiness is very, very normal in Ghana. It's very, very common. It's just yeah. expected. Why do you think? Why do you think that is? That why do you think that Ghanaians, uh, in general, like the typical Ghanaians, is, is lazy? But the same, this is laid back, thing. laid back, laid back. Yeah, Sorry, laid, yeah. Let's let's let, let's refrain from the lazy <laughs> word, so so that I don't have Ghanaians calling you know you know emailing yeah, emailing me death threats and stuff. We don't we, we we don't want that. God bless you guys. We don't want that. Um, yeah. Why do you think some Ghanaians are that laid back and at the same time they want every, they want the world? Like when mm. it comes to dishing out money. Whatever they're the or or dishing out food, mm. they're the first they're the first person there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's weird. Like there's, I feel like there's just some people. Some people are literally sitting down next to somebody waiting for them to get rich. Mm. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like there's one lyric that Nas said. He says, "How are you a man waiting for another man to get rich? Is your plan to stick out your hand real quick?" <laughs> I just heard that and I thought, wow, yeah, yeah, that deserves that. That, that definitely deserves that. I did not know that. I heard that lyric and I just thought, wow. Yeah. <laughs> and just to yeah. That to that, catch. That's nice. Nice with the bars always, there man. Nice always comes hard to the bars. It's very hard. So, yeah. It's just the point I was making, yeah, about that, yeah, even saying that is that Ghana, like, I don't want Ghana to change in the sense of the laid backness because it's a very laid back country and that's just the culture. It's mm. like, why stress yourself? That's the mm. point. Like, why? Like, the world ain't going to end. No one's going to die. Yeah. Just relax. Do you know what I mean? Like, just chill out. Like, don't be so mad about a situation. And they'll almost force you, yeah, not to be mad about situations. They'll make you resign and accept the situation as it is. Yeah. And not be so mad about situations. Yeah, I've seen that. Yep. And once you accustom yourself to that and you don't be so mad about situations, you will have the best time of your life. It's true. You enjoy everything. It's but true. If you let things get to you, yeah, yeah you will hate it. You, you will you hate, hate the country with passion. If you want things to be quick, 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 like here, yeah. like this, there, this, there, everything yeah. there, you will hate the country. That's just not how it works. It's not how things work. Yeah. But I mean, I know people that they don't, they don't really like Ghana, but they don't necessarily hate it. You know. Okay. I mean, I guess it's all subjective, right? Some people have their own preferences. I suppose so. Yeah, I, I, yeah I know people that don't hate it and they like it. And they don't hate, yeah, but the thing is, like, even with those people who don't hate it, yeah, but they don't like it, yeah. Yeah. When they're away from it from a period of time, they miss it. They got the, I do up to miss it, surely. Yeah. That's yeah. why they keep going back. <laughs> do you know what I mean that they yeah but like every 10 years like come on like <laughs> yeah but like 
That's not like, when the thing is with this year enough. of return. It's true. No, you're right. But yeah. with this year of return and stuff like that, mm-hmm. yeah. This is a country that you come from. Yeah, you come from this country. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you're seeing people going to the country you come from, enjoying themselves, living up, yeah, making making things happen, yeah, and you're not involved, yeah. How long is it gonna be before you start to be like, nah, I can't take this no more? There's only a matter of time, isn't it? Yeah. But I mean, I guess it applies to those that that particular lifestyle appeals to. I guess for whatever reason, that particular lifestyle, let's obviously, you're talking about the year return, right? Yeah. So let's take a typical year, year of the returner, their Afro nation, their Afro chiller, their every, every club, every, 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 every house party. That, you know? huh? I don't think that. I typical. think that's only year of return during Christmas. Because there was year of return throughout the whole entire year. So the other year of returners were people yeah. that went to um, Kakum National Park, people that yeah. went to Cape Coast Castle, yeah. people that went to like Ghana has so much to offer that like, than just like what we usually talk it about. Does, Akara, and, it does. Oh my gosh, like, Ghana has so much to so offer. So much. When I went there, I actually went to Bolgatanga. Yeah. Oh, yeah, in the north. Upper, upper, is it upper, upper east? Upper east. I didn't even yeah. know, you know. It's upper east. Upper east. Did you yeah. not? Hey, did you not get Tortio regions in Ghana? Oh, they did, but they changed it now. I don't, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. They've, they've added. <laughs> they've added more regions. Yeah. I think there's three more regions, isn't there? I think now it's fifteen. I think it's now fifteen. Is it fifteen or twelve regions? I think fifteen. But well, they changed, they changed Bogotanga Bogotanga is definitely to, Upper East. Upper East and Wires upper, upper West. Yeah, Wires Upper West. Yeah. Okay, cool. But yeah. they, 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 they made, they, they, they split Brongahanfo into two they regions. Did. They did, yeah. They split Volta region into two regions. Yeah. And I think they split um, West region mm-hmm. into two regions. So it's like there's Upper West and Lower West. <laughs> do you know what I mean? As a, as a, as someone that listens to a lot of politics, why do you think that is? Like, why did, why did they do this again? Oh, because... The, so there's more capitals of regions now in Ghana. Now there's more capitals of regions. Yeah. So now they can actually centralize the money in those places and oh, try is that and make what it sure. Is? Yeah, yeah. It's just to make well, sure it was, it was too big regions. before. It was it was harder to do before, was it? Well, it was almost like say say for example, yeah. Um, I think it's a bad example. Say, say this is UK for example, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. UK for example, uh-huh. like say there's like uh, Mansfield. Yeah. yeah, Mansfield Town. Yeah, it's a nice town. Yeah, <laughs> but no one goes there. No yeah. one wants anything there. Yeah, like why would you go there? Do you know what I mean? True, yeah. They need to give a reason. There needs to be a reason. Like this is the capital of this region for that or something like that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like there's there's lots of cities in the UK that are big and massive. Like there's Leeds. There's what do you call it? Um, there's Manchester, like, Manchester, Birmingham, 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 Liverpool. There's Liverpool, Newcastle, Newcastle, Sheffield. But it is Sheffield. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I should have mentioned Sheffield, but it's okay. um, and Brighton, <laughs> Bristol, Brighton, Bristol. But it is so this country is so London centric. It is so yeah. London centric. Just like Ghana is so across centric. Yeah, so oh, so they needed to break that up and make other things mm. happen in other. Places. But you know what? I think um, this is this is good convo, by the way. Um, but you know what? I think we're gonna start to see people starting to um, live outside of Accra and. Um, maybe even move away. Yeah, yeah. Live. Yeah, I did say that already. Yeah, live outside of Accra. I'm gonna see a lot more developments, exciting developments outside of Accra too. Because mm. I'm hearing some new airports are coming. Mm-hmm. Um, outside of Accra, I'm but also hearing the airport talk. Yeah, 
Yeah. And then you giving that all. It's yeah. air, yeah? It's like, air, right? And not air, but they just keep saying it. Like they said they're going to build one in Pram Pram. Yeah. Did they say that? Yeah. Is that, is that, is, what region is Pram Pram again? Uh, it's in the Kral region. But I said that Kotaka is like, is, yeah, it's too much. So they wanted to make their two. So they're Okay, that, as for that one, the, uh, me, me yeah. Nim, I don't know that one. Right? I don't <laughs> yeah. know that one. Okay. But, but I know just, there's just a way to get people to buy. Kumasi, I think, is it Kumasi? Yeah, there's a Kumasi. Is it, there's a, new, I think there's a new airport. I think one of these regions are getting a brand new airport. I think it's Kumasi. Kumasi's anyway, really got one. Uh, Kumasi got an airport. Takaradi has someone's, an airport. Someone's getting a brand new airport, like a brand new, like to rival, yeah. you know, um, the new Kotaka Terminal 3. Yeah, but the whole point is, yeah, is that um, the one in Pram Pram was meant to be like the Gatwick of Ghana. Do you <laughs> oh, know really? Mean? Okay, yeah, yeah. was it? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Costco stays at the Heathrow. Yeah. And Pram Pram is <laughs> Like that description. Further out, but you can go there and still travel. I like that description, bro. Yeah. That's yeah. why people are investing there and people are buying land and, you know what I mean, trying to get there because yeah. they believe. But they said this ages ago. I'm not going to lie. It's a very big feat to build an airport. I just don't see it happening anytime soon. That's just my personal perspective. Mm. And like, I feel like there's so many things in Ghana that are such a higher priority. Yeah, they don't need another airport now, for now. I mean, my, why? Yeah. I mean, I think the traffic is okay. I don't think Terminal 3 is struggling, is it? Surely. Yeah. Um, Terminal 3 is great. They're doing yeah, very doing well. doing good, but it's not, struggling. Well. It's, not I mean, it's not struggling. It's not over. It's not over. I mean, sorry, not struggling. I mean, it's not overwhelmed It's not anyway whatsoever. Traffic. So they don't need to open up another airport. It's just, I think right now it's just vanity. Yeah, it's it is. Vanity. But it's the same as Heathrow. Why are you extending Heathrow? Why are you build? Why we're we growing Heathrow Airport? Why are they building another? What do you call it? Um, runway. In As for that one, dear, we'll have to investigate. Me, I, I don't know that sense. one. <laughs> but I mean, like they want to compete internationally with other airports. As okay, well, so yeah. Again, way. vanity. You know but what I mean? very vanity. But yeah. very much vanity. Um, one thing I was going to say actually, I was going to talk about. I can't remember what I was going to do. I was going to say it's something to do with the airports. So. No, I believe that the number one thing that Ghana should invest in and think about right now, yeah, is getting a proper train system. Mm. That's that's my thing. I think a train system that I can get a train from Agzim to Accra that stops in Tak in Takaradi, Secondi, um, Cape Coast, yeah, um, Winnabar, all the places along the way. A train that will take me there. So mm. I can get there within a short space of time. Mm. I think that will revolutionize the country. I think the train system's in 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 progress, isn't it? Uh, there's trains there, but it's not, not that, that distance like that. that great, They've only got like local trains like local in trains. that area. Yeah, but like they don't have an interest in doing that because STC and VIP that makes, makes so much money. Yeah, that makes for sense, like people. Yeah. Like I heard that they got government officials that actually have money in STC and VIP. Yeah, so therefore it's not within their interest for a train system to be there. Yeah, that makes sense. That you know does I mean? make sense, yeah. <laughs> That's what I was going to mention earlier yeah. when we were talking about STC and VIP. And yeah. I think they'll have to build a track as well and I'd, and where would the track run? You know what I mean? So, I mean, it's not, it hasn't been set up in that way. It can be done though, man. You it can, it can be, be done. done. Of you course it can, it can be done. I know it can be like, done. They built, like here, they got, they got trains underneath the ground. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You know, because they got trains underneath the ground. Like, like London, come on, that's London underground. Yeah, man. but there's other, like there's, it's in Tokyo, it's in, like even Lyon. Yeah, Lyon's a third city in France. Mm -hmm. Yeah, after, um, what do you call it? Um, Paris. Paris and Marseille. Yeah. yeah. And they have an underground. It's mad, isn't it? Yeah. Barcelona's got an underground. That's hot. That's in the field. Yeah, you forgetting this is Europe though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, Ghana, Ghana didn't have that Europe money. You know, understand? They don't have that Europe money to be able yeah. to just. Uh, now, I'm just things. saying, but I'm just saying the possibilities. I'm just saying what, like, in the future, 
these things shouldn't be like if we're heading in a in a crazy direction, we're heading in a good direction. These mm. things could be done. If 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 someone can do an underground, mm. you can do a simple train. You can True. do a simple train. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I should be able to get trained to Kamasi. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Should be able to get trained. And and do you think that the trains, if they were to be in force, do you think they will help with the traffic issues? Oh, of course. Of yeah. course. One hundred percent. But then another thing I was going to say is, you know what Ghanaians are like? You know how they, I mean, how they even sit in a trotro, how they pack a trotro, how they mm-hmm. pack even a car, mm-hmm. a taxi. We think it would be like India. Yeah. <laughs> People are hanging out. You know what Ghanaians are like? People hanging out. They'll just be curious and just try and do all types of nonsense. Yeah. Trying They'll to learn. Ha- trying to hang out the They'll train. Because you, know you know those massive, you know those trucks that um, carry uh, goods, right? Mm-hmm. You know those, those lorries or those trucks oh, that carry yeah. goods. I didn't even think about see, freight. I didn't even think about Yeah, freight forwarding. The, yeah. Exactly. With the freight forwarding, the forwarding the, you know, truck drivers or what have you. Do you see how some of these people they overload their cars? Yeah. You know what I mean? They they all do. They all do. Like it's just normal. That's the thing. And that, if, that's if you think stuff's gonna fall out, you see. But they, they never fall out though. <laughs> Sometimes it does. Sometimes it does. And then you then, then you see the road getting blocked and it yeah. causes even more traffic. Yeah. But then the point is, if I've just that's my point. What was the point I was trying to make? Right, um, the fright the people carrying things. You think they'll do the same thing? Yeah. So basically, yeah. So I was saying that um. If these people are overloading, you know, what's already existing, mm-hmm. like, you know, maybe like the lorries, maybe um, the trotters, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever they're, they're getting packed out, right? Mm-hmm. Now, if those things are being overloaded, how much more do you think the trains are going to be overloaded? And how practical, how, and then therefore, how practical do you think it's going to be for Ghana to have a train? But if it's going to get overloaded, so people are going to maybe just fall off. Because mm-hmm. imagine, because I mean, being overloaded in the trotro is fine, right? Mm-hmm. The door is closed, right? Mm-hmm. But then what if this train is a train where people have access to the doors mm-hmm. and they can move around, etc.? Mm-hmm. But know, that's the thing that, that's where that's, STC, that's, hazard, right? that's where STC and VIP are not void. Mm. Do you get what I mean? Because like people worry about STC and VIP losing money. Mm. The train will be much more expensive. Number one, mm-hmm. yeah. So if someone's getting a train, you have to pay a bit more money. Yeah. So like, if you're getting a train here, if I'm getting a train to when we had to get a train to kill, yeah, yeah. get oh, that Virgin, yeah, that was expensive, right? That was expensive. Yeah. It was really expensive. Mm-hmm. So you know what I mean? Not everyone can get it. Do you know what I mean? Everyone get it. Some people might have to take... Sometimes you have to take the what's called the National Express. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. STC and VIP, they're not going to be put out of business. They're still going to be there. Not everyone can get the train. It's like, mm. it's, it's just what it is. Do you know what I mean? Mm. You only get training if you have time. Like, so... The time, yeah. You know what I mean? There's space for everyone. That's a good point. That's a good point, yeah. I think my worry is just that... Just the way the typical Ghanaian is, like if they get in the train, especially when they haven't yeah, they seen a train before or mm-hmm. they haven't been in the train and don't know what it's like, mm-hmm. how do you know they're not gonna, you know, hang out of a door or just try something silly? Someone will try to jump onto train. Someone will try to do things that train people get hit on train lines, like all kinds of things. Yeah, happen. that's the thing. Yeah. But these things happen, isn't it? Like it does. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? There'll be a lot of stuff that will go wrong at the start, but people will learn that. Look. Trains are not to be played with. Stay away. <laughs> I just hope that they're able to do stuff like build um, uh, like bridges for trains and stuff like that, so the trains don't have to. What do you call it? Um, go in the way of the roads, or do you know what I mean? Or just stuff like that. I just hope that they're able to do that. But I just think a train yeah, system in Ghana is just something that's amazing, like, amazing. 
And there's, yeah. there's other reasons for that, but I'll discuss that outside the podcast. So if you... that, that's that's fine. And um, talking about you know, you know, we so far we've talked about you know infrastructure, new infrastructure. Uh, we talked about just now trains, new trains. What other things, James? Do you do you feel that is going to come soon to Ghana? Like in terms of the the near future, like what what things do you see coming next in terms of that that Ghana doesn't really have or isn't really doing? Um, I know it's quite of a broad question, but it is. is there anything that comes but to mind? I think the number one thing that Ghana needs mm-hmm. that will probably be the next thing for two girls to Ghana will be. Um, Faster internet. And I think technology. faster internet. You yeah. think that you think that's the next best. That's the next kind of change. I think the connectivity of, of, of internet mm. and that sort of stuff is going to be like. I think people are going to demand that a lot more. But it's already. But I mean, there is. It is already there in a sense. Yeah, but like people are doing stuff like they're buying data for their phones and that sort of stuff. Like mm. you have to go to the shop to buy data and all these things. There, there's no like. Mm. Fully roll on like no full on that like, roll on contracts. Yeah, it's and some I mean, people, contracts yeah. is not as feasible in Africa. It's not because the, the, the credit system. It's not also at the same time as yeah yeah. Also at the same time yeah, there are a lot of people with broadbands in their houses that yeah. can run out. Yeah. So it might like they you use they got data in the house. So if you use too much broadband in the house, it will run out. True. Like, the people that have that, like I feel like that's gonna go because when you're working from home, mm. those things you can't have that problem. True. Yeah, you up. can't. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, I guess yeah. if people are working from home, they need the internet to be in tip-top shape. Of course, and people so, are using Netflixes and that sort of stuff. That's the thing. Yeah. Those things, so, you so, so you think um, another? Do you think that's another challenge? I think that's something that that's is going to come. It's going to be. It's going to come. It's going to come, and that wow. will revolutionize the country. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what about um, like many manufacturing? How do you feel that 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 industry would, would change? In the future, so manufacturing that's something I've been having a lot of conversations about, mm. actually, which is quite yeah, interesting. That's why I brought it up, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, like, there was a problem at one point in Ghana with the second hand clothing, if you remember, vaguely, yeah. So, second hand clothing, yeah. So, say for example, when people see here, when we throw away our clothing, the second hand things, we think that they're just being like given to, I mean, given to a poor country or something like that. Mm. What's actually happening is they're getting those second-hand clothes, they're putting them in, they're dumping them in a country like Ghana and Mm. that Ghana will pay for it as well. So they're making money from that. So these people will get those second-hand clothes and the best ones, they'll sell them in a shop. Like, you know what I mean? They're they're selling these second-hand clothes in shops. The worst ones, people will try and take the material and try to make into clothes or something like that. Um, And the second-hand clothing industry has hurt the clothing industry in Ghana a lot. Like it's, <laughs> it's hurt it. It's killed the low, the low cost stuff. It's killed it. But in terms of high cost stuff, you got like tailors, like that chocolate guy and that sort of stuff. Yeah. I can't remember his name. What's his name again? Got the chocolate dude. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know his real name. I don't know his name. Fine. Something um, like Kweku Bidiaka or something like that. That's fine. We'll, we'll find it and then we'll leave the show notes for everybody to check yeah. it out. But like the high-end stuff, people are interested in buying Ghanaian clothing. Like the people do that. Um, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I, 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 like Ghana needs a Primark. Like it needs a, a low-costing does, clothing yeah. shop that people can get that for first-hand instead of getting second-hand clothing and it would really work out. 
Yeah, something a bit more, something at like an affordable um, level for everyone. Yeah, because of some of these fashion shops that you may see in the the different malls across Ghana. Um, what was I going to say? Some of these Ghanaian labels, mm-hmm. maybe like a Wooden. I mean, right now I think I'm wearing a Wooden shirt. Whatever. Oh man! I think even some of these labels, uh, the prices mm. that they sell their clothes at may not always be. Um, reasonable mm. with the average Ghanaian with an average salary. Does that make sense? They're not aiming for the average Ghanaian. I know, that's the thing. Man. And that's the problem, James. It is I a guess problem. it's being. I guess is what's happening is that they're being alienated. The average our, our own people, mm-hmm. our own average Ghanaians, mm-hmm. are being alienated because of the pricing. They're yeah. being priced out rather. Yeah. Of buying, you know, yeah. the, the their own clothes, yeah. you know, in Ghana. But yeah. then again, you mentioned tailors, right? They can just go to a tailor at the same time and be like, oh, could you make this for me? Yeah, but tailors are, damn, man, that's expensive as hell. Uh, dep- I guess it depends. That's, that's, that's priced it depends, out. I guess it depends the relationships you have with tailors and who yeah, you know. Yeah, but that's the thing. Those relationships, that's that's also another privilege. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's also another privilege. Like the fact that people have relationships or that is... Do you know what I mean is that like, it's another barrier for the average Ghanaian? Like mm. the average like that it is it's just it's just wild, isn't it? Like as well, like there's just so much that needs to be done in that in the clothing and manufacturing um, industry in Ghana, mm. and I think it would be good if it was led by the people that we we're just talking about, by the people like the welding people and like the um, chocolates and that sort of stuff. If they're able to like think about how they can make like they make clothes they they already got the high end covered yeah. so what can they do for the people true yeah and it's a bit like uh what um what was i going to say nana kwami bediako i mean i just want to compare it to what what he wanted to do for housing in ghana okay. cuz i think he was building a bit a lot of a number of luxury projects mm. luxury real estate projects and then mm-hmm. he he was like i think he had to, I think he said he mentioned that um, he had some people come up to him, come up to him and say, "Are you going to build anything that's a bit more affordable for mm. people who can't, you know, who don't have the money to splash mm-hmm. on a, mm-hmm. a Kwale's apartment or whatever it is?" Mm-hmm. Is you know understand? Mm-hmm. So then I think that's when he built some of these other gated communities mm-hmm. out there that people can afford. So mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it's nice to have people like that around, mm-hmm. but I think yeah, just like just agreeing with you, I think we need to have people that can, you know design and build and create for the average guy mm-hmm. and i think in general i think for us westerners who want to move out and migrate and mm-hmm. you know make something out of ghana mm-hmm. i think that's that's the way we need to think as well because the mass market is going to be the ghana nationals not necessarily the ghana internationals mm-hmm. so we need to kind of cater out for them mm-hmm. you know facts mm. facts is is that facts but it's just you know that's just my mentality when it comes to things it's, yeah, it's a fact that's okay but like um, people can still live off the luxury market is a fact like people can and we've seen it um, we've seen it yeah but the mass market allows you to live forever if that makes it. sense mass market that's the word that's yeah because if you think about it yeah the richest guy the richest um, richest guy in West Africa yeah yeah um, is Aleko Nangote right yeah, 100%. And in Africa, period. In Africa. Africa period. No, he's not, not the richest African. The richest African is so? Elon Musk. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, technically. Yeah. But I mean, but, but I mean, technically, yes. But he doesn't live in Africa, isn't it? So, I'll class him more American, you know what I mean? Yeah. He's South African, but I'll class him more, yeah. kind of American. But 
Yeah, but as I was saying, but that's, yeah, just, that's yeah. just for semantics, though, anyway. <laughs> but yeah, um, Alec Odangosa, yeah, yeah, he, he, um, his money right now, the money he's making right now is mm. from cement, yeah. And if you think about the amount of houses that are built in Ghana, the amount of buildings that are built in Ghana, or the amount of buildings that are built in West Africa in general, it's mad, it's ridiculous. Like, it's, it's, it's the, the, all these countries are construction sites, yeah, and he's producing cement mm. at a competitive price. Mm. Do you know what I mean? That mm. He's not selling just to rich people. Mm-hmm. He's selling to everybody. Yeah, everybody wins. Every, like, I don't know if he wins. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. That's a good point. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Find, find the gap. The money, exactly. The day, yeah. Find the gap. Exploit it. Yeah. Find the gap. Okay. Do something. That's so, what, that's so what, what I mean by that. Business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, okay, cool, it just, it just, it just made sense. Yeah. And the thing is, he probably, like, you can't. He's not. He's probably not a cement um, guru. He probably hasn't got passion for cement. You can't go and say, uh, you know, what? I like this kind of cement and that kind of cement. He's not a cement connoisseur. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. He just saw a good business and done it. And done it. Yeah. That's do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like. A lot of people want to do their passions. Okay, fair enough, isn't it? Some people's mm. passion might be uh, art or, you know, making clothes or whatever. That's but it, yeah. Sometimes you just got to do a, a good business. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And that, yeah. that's an example of something that's just smart. Yeah. And I think that's a good point because, I mean, I think a lot of Westerners who try to move to Ghana, they try and do a business that, that either one... Um, they feel that they feel that has never been done before, mm. or two, they try and you know copy what everybody else is doing, mm-hmm. and as a result, because of the saturation of the market mm. or the extreme compet- competition, mm-hmm. they get you know they get um, defeated by the competition. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, the thing is, like, I think a lot of it is making things when you, when you want to go for the mass market. The number one word is affordable. Mm. When you go for the mass market, it's affordable. And that when I say affordable, I'm not saying like the, the most rubbish products, yeah, that everyone can afford. Yeah. I'm saying something that is quality for the price at which they're getting. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So if I'm doing water, yeah, if I'm selling it for like the same the same price that all the other water all the other water companies are mm-hmm. but the product is better you'll sell more or if you sell it a little bit less than the other waters yeah, yeah. and the product is better you'll you'll wipe them out of the market of course but people aren't necessarily people always just want to be like in garden people mm-hmm. like they want to be the best isn't mm-hmm. it people are creative it's like you'll get like five people in the team you'll brief them do this, yeah? Yeah. Instead of them coming back to you with a brief that you asked them, yeah, they'll come back with something completely different because they <laughs> thought that that was the smartest thing to do. Yeah. Like, ask someone to it's give true. you a haircut, yeah? They'll it's give true. you, like, some next cuts and all these different things. Or, yeah. like, girls even say when they get their hair done, they'll do a different style than what you told them to do because yeah. they just want to be, you know, they want to show their own... Yeah. You know? It's a mindset, yeah. It's a it's mindset just, thing out there. Again, yeah. I mean, I mean that that's something we could probably talk a whole podcast on just oh, the mindset alone brief. of, of Ghanaians follow the brief man follow the brief <laughs> <laughs> the mindset alone of, of Ghanaians um, whether it's been um, two day back or whether it's I mean with average Ghanaians or whether it's um, 
you know, not being able to be trusted because they might do X, Y, and Z. You understand? Um, those are kind of traits of average Ghanaians that really um, put people off. And, and sometimes it can even um, make things harder. If, for example, if you're building a house back at home, mm. that can make it harder because who, who, who can you trust? You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to say. Yeah. But the thing is, like, I would credit, like, say, the Nana Bediakos and these type of people there because, because they're creating a certain level, yeah, of house building. They're creating a certain level um, of uh, getting things right. Mm. The competition's going to want to do the same thing. It's going to want to. Because there's going to be, like, whether he does cheaper, affordable housing, yeah, yeah. someone else is going to do that. Like, whether he does it or not, someone else will come in and they'll try to make housing to the same standard. Well, not the same, but to some sort of nice standard and level like how the doors without the paint on the side and do you know what I mean? And, and without chips on it or just, you know what I mean? Things <laughs> done the way they're supposed to be done. Yeah. Like kitchens that are just properly aligned. Yeah. Tiles that are actually like in line, like not yeah. off like that. Someone will come and they'll build that. Yeah. At this, a cheap price. It's just standard, isn't it? Someone's going to do it. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's standard just, here. Just standard, we see it yeah. standard, but out there, like they all like things will be you know jiggity yeah, jaggedy all the time. Right, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And that's what they think is. They think it's okay. So it's oh, okay, it's nice. Yeah. Oh, it's nice. Yeah. You know, like it's it's nice. I did that. It took me a long time. Yeah. But like, it, someone will come and they'll do that. Like it's gonna happen, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Because the demand is there. Mm. And at this moment, because in Ghana everything's done in cash. Yeah. Yeah. Um, people in the UK. And in, I don't know about America, people in the UK, some people want to go back to Ghana, mm. but because they live here under such a credit system, mm. they can't necessarily afford or be, to be able to go back there. Mm. And there are people that are exploiting that fact at the point that people do live here in a credit system. Yeah, as they're trapped in, sometimes. Yeah, and they're, they're it's, a, it's a business idea, actually. <laughs> but like, yeah. Like, if somebody gets paid a salary, yeah, in the UK, yeah, yeah, they can be given a UK, um, I don't, okay, I'm gonna go for it. Can be given a UK loan to set up a life in Ghana. Yeah, Do you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. If they're able to pay back that they're, salary, yeah, they're able to pay that back. Yeah, but like, um, yeah, they can't do that in Ghana because the interest rates and all that sort of stuff are just a bit, you know, it's a bit mm. mad. It's a bit crazy, yeah. I yeah. mean, that's, again, that's another topic that we could spend the whole day talking about, like the Ghana interest rates and why they're so high. Mm-hmm. And yeah, um, just just starting to bring this to a close. Um, I know you work in social media at the moment. Yeah. Um, when we were talking about what's coming in future in Ghana or what you think mm-hmm. is, is going to be big or whatever, I think one thing which is big right now which i think is gonna get big is mobile money oh yeah mobile money and um social media in particular whatsapp because whatsapp yeah. right now is like it's, it's obviously it's the it's getting better and better well, what's what's that platform whatsapp the whatsapp oh, platform. platform are you on a platform <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that's what they call it, it. That's that's what they call it, it right? yeah um, whatsapp groups yeah in ghana yeah. people call them platforms yeah i don't know why <laughs> I don't I have no idea why, but they call them platforms. Yeah. I, I, yeah. 
Yeah, that's just gone a few anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But what I see coming is, mm. is, is is something quite interesting because the way WhatsApp has been set up. Mm-hmm. And because the thing of Ghana, the thing of Ghana and some countries in Africa is you could, I mean, and I've, and I've experienced this myself, right? Because of the further work I'm doing at the moment, I would try and email or call a client in Africa. Mm-hmm. And I can't get through to them. Mm. But then you send them a WhatsApp. They yeah. pick up. They Straight pick up. Away, isn't it? They pick up. Um, maybe same thing for Western Union money transfer. Maybe I want to wire money over to someone mm-hmm. that may that may take a few days, right? Mm-hmm. I go on my mobile money app. Boom. What mobile, what mobile money app do you use, by the way? Um, I, I won't plug them because oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah. I should be pay for this but we'll talk about this off show we'll talk about after show, after after show, show. Yeah. I use a good one by the way yeah, so it, it didn't charge me anything okay cool <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay, we might, might be in the same line but yeah I'm Maybe. not going to plug them because I think they should definitely pay me for, at this yeah, stage at this stage yeah because of the content but yeah um, I think this is the future I mean in general mm-hmm. the the um, the apps itself mm. you know the social the social media yeah. And the uh, messaging apps are definitely going to be the future when it comes to mm. like dealing with ex- the, when it comes to communication and mm. dealing with money. Mm. And I just want to know what your thoughts are as a social media person. So, this is what I'd, um, people in the UK won't be as understanding of this. Yeah, 100%. I mean, like in terms of like what's going on in Ghana, but in Ghana right now, when it comes to selling things, probably the best place to sell them, yeah, in terms of social media. Is Instagram? Yeah, a lot of people in yeah, Ghana yeah, are purchasing from Instagram. Mm-hmm. Instagram in Ghana is, in a way, their Amazon. Basically, yeah, in a way. So they they they've kind of encroached on Amazon's territory, except for on Amazon you can make the purchase direct, obviously. Yeah, but on Instagram they might be able to make the purchase using mobile money. Do you know what I mean? So they got yeah. the mobile thing on there, the mobile That's things it. on there. But yeah. it's like Instagram is like their is their thing and that is and that's in like it's different that like, even I was saying so I was having a conversation with you earlier as well about how much they love funerals and stuff yeah my auntie <laughs> has um but now but that it's good that they're doing weddings and stuff instead isn't it yeah I only yeah. found out about Ghanaian weddings and that sort of stuff and, yeah. uh through my auntie actually I once I found out through it but I start to see like how it really works she makes cakes for like some of the great weddings <laughs> in Ghana it's a thing um, dream desserts follower. Dream desserts follower. Yeah. <laughs> dream desserts follower. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I had to plug that. that but man. like, um, we'll put the show she notes. has. Yeah, she has. She like she would show her cakes on her Instagram, mm. and you would just see the love that they get, mm. and you see the love that other cake shops get, and just the love that even clothing shops and that sort of stuff. Yeah. Then there's other. I don't want to name, but there's other. What do you call it? Um, like. Like there's watch companies in Ghana right now. There's different, do you know what I mean? There's different companies mm. doing all different types of things in Ghana right now, yeah. Mm. Um, there's one that I've been in contact, that, that kind of messaged me the other day saying that, oh, ask me to do a survey or something like that. It's for, <laughs> um, it's for, it's a travel company in Ghana. Okay. Yeah. So they do, they offer experiences for people to travel to different places and that sort of stuff. Okay. Like, Shout out to Holiday Helper from season one who's who's doing the same thing. 
don't know if it's the same person, you know. Okay, might be holiday. Help, might be. I check it out later. You know, I check it out later. We don't have to well, talk. Yeah, <laughs> talk. Yeah, but it's like it was good, isn't it? It's a, yeah. and like things like that, you know. Yeah. Instagram is the spot where people are selling things in Ghana. Yeah. Um, I heard that Jumia has had some issues because Jumia is like oh, really? Nigeria. Yeah, yeah Jumia is like Jumia is Jumia is supposed to be the Amazon of Africa. But, yeah, yeah. But you're saying they've 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 hit some some roadblocks. Yeah, but the thing is, like, I, I don't know how Jumia how well Jumia has done over COVID because True. Co- they, this should have been their time. True. This yeah, should have been yeah, their oof. time. Yes. Yes. Do you know what I'm saying? Time. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I mean, if they're but the thing is with Af- if Africa has been a lot more restrictive in terms of like traffic you know product traffic human traffic it makes it hard right yeah but they use bikes i know right so it's the kind of thing that like restaurants yeah, yeah, yeah. they can't serve people so therefore get people in the kitchens and make mm. the food that they can transfer transport them to people's houses and the way they find these houses yeah and they yeah. get there is by using pins mm. so therefore they can follow the location from the pin they don't mm. need what whatsapp what's like a whatsapp location yeah, yeah. yeah you just send a yeah. just send a pin send yeah. that you know what i mean you just follow it, that yeah. and you go there That's so it, yeah. they don't need even door numbers they don't need that they don't it's need true. like all these road numbers and uh, road names they don't need that they can just do it like that point. And that's what Jimmy is. I remember when I was in the house, I was thinking in Ghana, I was thinking, should I order from Jimmy or should I, should I, or should I go out? I sit down, should I? I was thinking this would be lazy if I order for it. Because the thing is in the UK, you order for delivery, you order from Ubi, you'll just do it. Do you know what yeah. I mean? But out there, you kind of feel like, look, I can just go out and enjoy myself right now. Like I actually mm-hmm. step out and talk to human beings. Why am I ordering in? Yeah. Like it's, it's, that's a thought. Is that like, why would I do that? Totally. I would only order in if I had guests. And people were sitting down with me and I wanted to get, have food in the house where mm. we sit down and we chat. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Rather mm. than me go out. Otherwise, we'll go out and eat and enjoy. What's the point? Yeah. What's the point? Yeah. So I really feel like this, they really, I don't know if they, I don't know how well they've done over the um, thing, but it'll be interesting to find that out. And I think that's where, like in terms of digital mm. and social, that's where mm. things are kind of going in Ghana. I think and if anybody wants mm. me to do their social in Ghana as well, yep. give me a shout. I'll, I'll, I will do that for you. I'm a director. I know what I'm doing. Jeez. I'll get this stuff sorted for you. You'll yeah. get a sort of you, ladies and gentlemen. That one plug right there. And we'll have to investigate Jimmy and see what they've been up to. I mean, I did a blog about them and they've, they've been doing really well, but... Send me um, that blog after this. I'll send it to you, yeah. And I was, I was, and I think I saw one of their warehouses in Nigeria, actually, last year. I was okay. dri- driving past one on the, on the way to the airport, actually. I think, oh, wow. I think I think I saw it, if I'm correct. So they're, they're, they're what, making moves. What, what, what did it look like? Is it huge? It's massive, man. Yeah. You know Nigeria, man, is big. Yeah, it's yeah, Lagos, yeah. Lagos in particular. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was big, man. But yeah. um, That's wild. But yeah, one more thing before we start to wrap this up. I was just wanted to jump on your point where um, Jumia when you're talking about the guys and the bike and stuff mm. um, I just hope that these guys are kind of uh, I think I hope they get safe routes to take because the way uh, people drive in Ghana is quite yeah. rough oh, so imagine you know just getting knocked over by a car <laughs> you know in a bike you know what I mean it's, it's I, crazy. I, I had this conversation with a Ghanaian friend yesterday today this mm. morning but like I remember when I was in Ghana, a guy asked me, yeah, I said, oh, look, they're going to go here, yeah. Jump in the back of my back. I'll take you there quickly. <laughs> I was like, I'll get Uber and it will follow you. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, oh, it's not, it's not just around the corner. That's like, too funny. I am not getting in your back. Yeah. And I'm, I'm sorry. I just, yeah, I mean, same some same. people can do it. Some people can't, innit? Yeah. Like, some people know how to ride bikes in Ghana. Can't cool. do that in Ghana, man. Specialist. You be a bike rider. That's fine. That's yeah. not for me, man. That's what it is. I don't ride bikes here. 
Yeah, yeah. Same, same <laughs> here. Stop everyone. Do you know what I mean? Stop everyone, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, excellent. Oh, uh, James, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Um, I can't let you go about my customary question. And um, you, and then obviously you can plug yourself one last time properly. Shoot. Um, so what is the sound of a crowd to you? So mm. when someone mentions the word a crowd to you, what thoughts, feelings, emotions, vibes come, come to mind? Um, when I think about the sound of a crowd, when I hear Takwadi, Takwadi, <laughs> uh, when, uh, when I think about a crowd, yeah, it like I just feel a sense of freedom, a sense of um, like possibilities. Mm. Like you can bump into anybody and have the best conversation you've ever had. Anybody. Yeah. People are not standoffish. Like you could you could really change your life in the space of a day. Mm. And I don't think there are many cities in the world where it is easy to do that. Man. Man. Wow. That's powerful. Very, very powerful. James, how can the audience con- connect with you and keep up with you? So um, if you like, follow me on uh, my Twitter, which is James underscore Mercer underscore PR. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can follow me on my Instagram, which is j.bankole.mercer. Mm-hmm. Or follow me or connect to me on LinkedIn. That's probably the one that I'm probably the most active on. Oh, yes. <laughs> Just keeping it real. Yeah, I think every time I log on LinkedIn, I see yeah. uh, James Mercer like this or share this or something. Yeah, which is which I don't blame you because LinkedIn algorithm is so good, man. Is it's, it's so it's good. good. It's good. Yeah, Facebook is Facebook. Uh, all the other terrible, platforms man. have yeah. People have, spend more money. People spend, spend more, money more time there. They spend same, more time sorry, the on LinkedIn. So when people look at the feed, yeah, people look at it for a longer time. They will actually look at what's there. All oh, right. Rather than Facebook, you just go. You scroll through on Instagram, you scroll through quickly as well. On LinkedIn, people look <laughs> and like it's, yeah, it's a lot more slower pace, isn't it? Because yeah. Facebook and like tw- Twitter is especially, yeah, maybe even maybe Instagram is fast paced. Twitter, Twitter, you just look at your, your notifications, you don't go down your feed, like, your feed will just give you a heart attack. It's just too much, <laughs> it's too much, yeah. But I go you through just check feed. out what's trending, you check out what's trending, trending, yeah. I yeah. usually go to trending and the feeds. I mean, mm. the notifications usually for me, I don't really get a lot, so I don't really look there. Yeah, but now Twitter is totally giving notifications if someone that you, you regularly interact with okay. likes something. Like something, yeah. And it'll get a notification for that. That's yeah. a bit wow, doesn't it? Say, this is doing really well. Have a look at this tweet. It's so addictive, man. So Very. Even though I still have a Twitter account, I don't use it as much because mm. it's just, a, I just, I can easily spend so much time when they're just laughing and whatever. Yeah. I don't tweet. I don't tweet much. I don't, yeah. I don't post much on Instagram. I don't post much on that like, Facebook Mm-hmm. I literally the only thing I post on probably right now is probably LinkedIn, LinkedIn. and because I like to write obviously so I write articles Me on, on my medium follow my medium as well by the okay. way guys um, right, so if I'm writing articles I'll put that on there and LinkedIn or medium totally, so totally. those I'm, I'm a long I'm a I'm, I won't say long form I'm a mid form content guy and I'm, mm. you know I'm not Mm. into the photos and those things there yeah it's, yeah i mean that's that's for another day when people just put all these photos and stuff on linkedin just of for course. just for likes and attention to mine yeah. yeah i guess so is it that people love it in it that that's right. the the whole purpose of social media is to make mm. money let's be real but 
Like the reason why people like it so much is the gratification that people get from getting appreciation for their posts. Mm, so true. it's an addiction. People yeah. love that. So at the end of the day, like the social media platforms are able to take advantage of that and appeal to that within people's psyche. It makes sense. To make them addicted to, to seeing it. And there's a lot of entertaining content on there. hundred percent. Yeah. At the same time. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know that. Yeah. Well, well, thanks. Thanks for those tips, James. And I'm sure you guys know where to find James. If, if you do need um, some help with your social media, et cetera, on your campaigns. Um, yeah. James, any announcements you wanted to leave the audience with or any, any final words you wanted to leave the audience with before we sign out? Um, I'm just saying guys if you haven't considered looking into a future in Ghana <laughs> consider it now that's it that's it James thanks for coming on man oh are we are we going to do this because of COVID oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have to do explanation just for them isn't it that? yeah the people in it so yeah do you know what I mean you set an example yeah when the camera's off we'll slap <laughs> i'm joking all right anyway, well thanks thanks, for, thanks for listening guys and um you, you know where to get the show notes the sound of a crowd.com for the show notes and you'll be able to find uh all the the links and the references from today's show thanks for thanks for listening thank Cheers. you